y'all. So it is a Thursday morning. I've been bright and up, up bright and early. I'm in a super good mood. Um, I'm here working on some stuff in you know in the background, and I have Tisa running in the background from the video. Julia Fox says she only dated Kanye to protect him, and. Tisa is is reading off her statement and for as troublesome and problematic with the timing of when she comes out and, you know, all of the dynamics behind, you know, I have my views on, um, let, let me, let me just play this. This is very interesting. Let's, let's just play the clip real quick. Hold on. I want you to hear what she said. Anyway, she said, um... If women really didn't date men that upheld patriarchal values or didn't date men that were misogynistic or had problematic views or did problematic things in the past or said problematic things, there would be no men left to date. I don't know. Whoa, did you catch that? And here's the thing, right? I'm not going to make this long because I want you to think about what she said because she's not the only one who thinks like that. Right. And I like to say or think that I've done enough inner work to understand that if that means that that's the, I want to say geopolitical, if that's the landscape of the dating pool that I have to deal with, I am completely okay being single. Right. And I think that some uh people kind of get caught in the snares of, well, I'm going to choose, you know, the someone I'm going to compromise and choose someone who's not as misog misogynistic as the other men. You know, everyone's misogynistic, but mine is only a teeny tiny little bit misogynistic, you know, or, um, uh, someone who abuses the power that comes with them being in the patriarchy well he's not that bad you know type of a thing she's not the only one who thinks like that and i think that you know I, i've been going through some triggering stuff over the past couple of days but it's kind of like this whole idea of you know having to be in relationships and having to you know give birth and to be a wife right but I think it's even things like when I listen to Princella and how she talks about these type of things, she's calling this out. She's saying most men are like this. Most men are like this. And what are you going to do about it? And I think some of us would rather um, settle and compromise and kind of work through that stuff. And the rest of us have to be okay with accepting that. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm going to compromise, right? I've talked a lot about how, you know, with the Reaganomics, when um, he imported, you know, the drugs and the guns into those neighborhoods, you know, how powerful it would have been for us to say, thanks, but no thanks, right? It, and, and Oh, so check this out, right? I did a podcast like yesterday talking about... Uh, weak men and ankles and the story of Joseph and Potiphar's wife um 
and how, you know, we really, for all the Bible thumpers out there, <laughs> you know, since y'all <laughs> want to keep bringing that, that type of stuff up, the the type of character that it takes for you to say, you know, despise the free lunch, no free pussy, right? But here's the the alternate, no free peen. And and I'm going to just put this in there too, right? Um, uh, I talk about how it's going to be really difficult, in my opinion, for there to be uh, mending of the bonds between, I think, women as a whole and white women and black women, right? Because these all these women, you know, lining up to be with Kanye, they know he doesn't like black women. They know this stuff. They know how he, his views. And they're okay with it because they get to be on the pedestal. They get to be in his designer stuff. They get to be dressed up. There's a possibility of inheriting his millions or having his child, right? I've talked about how in my ideal world, if and and I'm not probably the original um, originator of this thought or this concept, got it from simply said. But if we started to check the references, these men could go only but so far with their behavior. It's kind of like you get one strike and you're out. You treat the first woman you treat bad. The rest of us are like, oh, you treated her bad. I don't want to mess with it. I'm not trying to think that I'm better than her. That I'm going to you know, have a better outcome or, um, or that type of thing. And, and again, I think that, that kind of what lies below the surface, like I said, too, you really think that all these women like Cheney, Julia, Kim, um, you don't think that he had all of these misogynistic views and patriarchal views? Because we, we only get a glimpse of what's happening you know, on the surface, and it's already bad. It's already bad. You don't think that all these women knew his views towards other women? And it kind of speaks a little bit to class, too. There was something I was listening to a little bit earlier this morning. Um, and because I was working on stuff behind the, you know, on the background, and I had to come back and replay, re, re, um, excuse me, rewind it. Somebody talk about TJ TD Jakes out here popping bottles with P Diddy. Why they got TD Jakes out here looking like a pimp though? What? <laughs> Look, okay, I wouldn't be surprised though. I, I'm not too terribly surprised. Let me let me preface it. So I caught off guard a little bit. Like, whoa, yeah. But as I thought about, it, I was like. Mm, I shouldn't be shocked. Yeah, no, I'm not shocked. Um, but you don't think that these women had these conversations behind the scenes to really know and understand who he really is, even when it comes to the corporate meetings, right? So I just find that to be interesting. And and it's it's a difficult conversation, right? Because remember, our assignment, for those of you who um, gravitate to my podcast, 
is under the premise that we are on a journey of a divine feminine or divine masculine, that we have assignments, that we have spiritual curriculum, that we are here to ascend, transcend, self-actualize, that we have a purpose and we have a mission, right? And I've talked about how, in my opinion, the one of the assignments of the woman to figure out here is how to love herself. And uh, along the way, you have quizzes, you know, um, to see how, if you're willing to compromise, right? So it can be things like, um, do you need to seek validation from others? Do you need a, a title uh, uh, do you need to have something material on your ring? Which, by the way, you can buy a ring for yourself. I'm actually really excited. I uh, one of the trips I want to have. It's right up there with um. And these are these are y'all. I I've been working on stuff behind the scenes, but you know, um, and huge proponent for you know saving, investing, you know, compound that interest, grow your accounts. But I'm at a point where it's kind of like looking to already know where I want to go get my Rolex and even just playing with the idea of going to like a Tony Robbins and just getting myself a really nice ring. I wouldn't obviously wear it on my, on my wedding hat, on my ring finger, but it's like, you can buy that stuff for yourself. I don't know. I know some people say it's, it's, listen, if someone wants to buy it for me, I don't have a problem with that either. Um, I really don't, you know, and on a tangent, because this is so chit-chatty, and I do need, you know, part of the reason I'm chit-chatty too, is because I know I already opened the tab for my real estate course, and so this is like the last thing I was listening to, I was just working on some stuff um, behind the scenes, and I'm going to go start studying for the exam, you know, start, not the exam, but um, start doing the the hours and taking the quizzes and try to knock out one of the exams for today, but um, I had mentioned I went to buy flowers for someone at, at a store. It was a huge uh, grocery store. And in there, they have a floral floral section. And so I was talking with the lady and picked out some pretty flowers and type of thing. And took me back to my days when I used to do event planning. And um, I remember I used to go to my favorite florist. And um, she taught me how to pick out, you know, which flowers were the best for, you know, certain events and um, kind of like just to have an eye to pick them out. So I went through, picked them out, bought them. And as I was leaving, there was a couple. It was a black guy and a white lady. And so she saw me with the flowers and she turns to her boyfriend and she's like, I love flowers. I love sunflowers. Dead silence. They keep walking. I was like, a part of me was like, I can buy them for you if, if you really want flowers because you ain't go get flowers but I was just thinking in my mind I'm like listen you get to a point where you just and and so as we're exploring what it means to be a woman do we how comfortable are you with saying okay my assignment is to learn to love myself how important is it to me to be in a relationship even though I know this person is misogynistic, how important is it to be me to be in a relationship, even if I know that this person 
is um, low vibrational pat- patriarchal, right? Because there there can be some pros, pro some some positive aspects of that, right? And what does that mean to love myself and understand that that means that I may not necessarily be in a relationship and that most men are like this, so I may go for even longer periods of time before I, you know, attract that type of quality guy. Or do you say, well, most of them are like this. I'm going to enjoy. This is my time to shine. I know he's an a-hole. I know he treats other women terribly. But, you know, I get to wear my Balenciaga. I get to wear my whatever other designer stuff she gets. And now I get my contracts. At what cost? Does she love herself? Does she truly love herself? So I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to let me just play this again one more time. That's crazy to me. Problematic themes. There will be problematic date men that up. Anyway, she said, um, if women really didn't date men that upheld patriarchal values or didn't date men that were misogynistic or had problematic views or did problematic things in the past or said problematic things, there will be no men left to date. I don't and that's so interesting to me, too, because um, when I was listening to Princella, one of the reasons I like to listen to Princella is she um, explains to us, I started to learn about the brain and how we develop and a little bit of human behavior. And um, when when you as a woman gratify, I'm very deliberate and intentional about using those words. When you decide to gratify a man with sex, okay, it registers in the part of his brain that that registers as a reward. All right, we've talked a lot about the um how how that, you know, so instead of us withdrawing from those type of men, and sending a message to say that if if you want to procreate or to enjoy sacred energy exchange and to be rewarded for good behavior, because the whole irony is in a patriarchal world, a woman has power because it's like you can be as patriarchal as you want to, but you're not going to get access to, to me as a woman. <laughs> See how how quickly that patriarchy will will unfold. If women put their feet down and say, you can be patriarchal all that you want to, but you're not going to get access until you start to treat us right. If you want, you know, access to our essence and everything that our femininity, (laughs) you're going to rethink that real quick. I bet you would. So she's gratifying him and rewarding him. Right. And all of us have done it, right? Not, you know, not even fully, like I said, I'm just even starting to understand the different elements behind it. But but at, all, at some point, I'm at that point in my life where it's like, you know what? If you're going to think less of me because I didn't birth or replicate before I healed, you know, and had children, I'm willing to hold that. 3DL for a 5DW, you know, for a five and told the L versus the a win 
for the, you know, for the goal. Which, y'all, why did Costa Rica lose the championship? I was talking to my dad. I'm like, dad, how long are they going to be like that for five years? He's, for how long? He said five years. I was like, damn. I know they're going to be talking crap about them. But anyways, um, so, and so, am I willing to say, you know, because people are always wondering, one of the things that people ask all the time when they're first getting to know you, are you married? No. Oh, how come you're not married? Do you have children? No. Oh, how come you're not married? How come you don't have children? Right? How comfortable am I saying, you know what? At the right time, at the right conditions, with the right person. And if that means I have to wait a little bit longer for a quality, true, high-value man with with um, purpose, with character, right, comes along, I have to, I feel like I have to be okay with that. I'm not willing to compromise. And I think that I've said this time and time again, if, if I can move forward and enjoy life the way I need to, understanding that that may not happen, um, you know, and I really can just, um, end up going on, you know, to meet my maker and never settle, I have to be okay with that. And I think that triggers a lot of people too, right? Because let me, let me kind of get off of here too, but I just found that to be so, so wild. All right. Until the next podcast. Bye.